This podcast includes explicit language and sensitive topics that some may find offensive. All views expressed belong to the individual speaking and not a representation of any entity that we have been, am now, or will be affiliated with. It's a chance to back out now. That being said, if, if not, not, enjoy, enjoy the, the show. Fuck. The 90s babies are tired. Folk, we had to deal with baby bush. Three. You can't even do that job. Two. Yeah. You fire, bro. You cut. What black person you know eating Panera bread? One. And we're back. It's your boy, Mike B. I'm rocking with my boy. The neighbor. Emphasis on the hood. Therapist. And this is the Black Man Misunderstood Podcast. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. What a top to be alive. 3 0 verse 29. You talking bills? You talking house? Come on, son. Get out my mouth. Oh, yeah. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I'm covered. That's how I'm covered. Yo, you definitely got the name for that rapping shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with you, yo? You feeling the type of way, my G? Yo, bro, it's a year. It's a year. 3-0, man. That's all I got to say. 3-0. It's, it's, it's a year. That's three decades on this earth. It's coming for everyone this year in our age. <laughs> time, time out, man. I can't, I can't, I can't let we, – we're going to get to that. We'll get to that. That's fine. Yo, Mike, let me ask you a question, though, bro. Uh, <laughs> let me just, before we get into the 30s, man, I need you to, so we about to hit 30, right? Yeah, man. And there's a lot of us that's already in our 30s. So this question mm-hmm. goes out to them, us, and everybody ahead of us. For those of you that's listening, what are fellas supposed to do with our hands when we're taking pictures? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you got me with that one. Oh, peak game, peak game. When I was younger, I was around the homies. They gave me a pass. I was able to throw up gang signs. <laughs> you understand? I see, so, I see where you're going. All right. I was able to throw up gang signs, so I felt extra cool. Okay. As I got older, I'm like, yo, um, I ain't take no oath. So I kind of feel like a, a, a perpetrator. So what I'm not going to do is I'm no, I'm no longer throwing up gang signs. Homies is like, yeah, nah, we respect that. But you always good in our book. I respect that. But I'm not throwing up no more gang signs. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. And then it got to a point where we was throwing up peace. Like this, open. Mm-hmm. The, the peace mm-hmm. sign open. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that that actually means separation. Follow me. I don't want to lose you, bro. What? You, when you throw up peace, it's supposed to be together. The two hands are supposed to be, it's not supposed to be a scissors open, it's supposed to be a scissors closed because peace, those two fingers together is unity, togetherness. That's uh, peace beyond to you. You know what I'm saying? And if you really look at the um 
the five percent nation, the uh, the, them, right? Yeah, they do that mm. hand together. You see, what I'm saying the two fingers together is peace, universal greeting is peace, but that's here nor there. As a grown man, what am I supposed to do with my hands, bro? Am I supposed to grab, you know, down there, the, the, the crouch area? Supposed to do one of these while I'm folding my arms? Supposed to wrap my arm around my wife? Like, what am I supposed to do with my hands, bro? This is every dude in America's dilemma. I think every dude Bruh. in the world. Bruh, when it comes to um taking pictures, I pose to however I feel like posing. So if I'm in a mood to throw up the arms like this, I'm throwing up the arms. If I put my arm around my lady, I'm putting my arm around my lady. That could be on her shoulder, by her waist, holding her hand. Man, listen, it's wherever you want to do with our dang hands. Even if I want to look philosophical, <laughs> do the Malcolm. <laughs> hey, you cut, yo. You fire, yo. What's next, bro? <laughs> you get him out of here, bro. Yeah. No time at the Apollo, bro. Say, man, get his ass, bro. <laughs> What's up, man? We so we stepping in the dirty thirties, man. Yeah, man, the dirty thirties. Ha! Ah. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Three. I don't. That's three decades. Listen, bro. I don't want to waste no time, man. I don't want to waste some time with this. Let's let's let, let come on, bro. Let's get this straight into this shit, okay? All right, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Let's blast off, man. It's not a fire session, man. It's a goddamn inferno, bro. Okay? For those of you that's listening, I'm going to throw out another disclaimer. The things I'm about to bring up might bring some very, very traumatic um, thoughts, memories to your mind, okay? All jokes aside, I'm not joking at this point. If um, anything I'm saying is going to get to you, by all means, please shut it off. Come back to it. Or shut it off completely and go seek uh, mental mental health counseling because um, although I am joking, although I'm bringing up some things on here, um, they are traumatic. They are traumatic. The 90s babies have been through some very, very traumatic times, and I'm not going to shy away from speaking about it. OK, so again, disclaimer, if anything that I say on here gets to you, shut it off. Go seek some mental health counseling, some mental health therapy um, and, and, you know, get your feelings out. For, for, I mean that for me to you, but I'm waiting on y'all to run away. Give me a second. One, two, three. Y'all ran. Okay, All right, <laughs> come cool. on with it. Let's go. Listen, the '90s babies are tired. We are tired, fam. Let me tell you why. 1991, Gulf War, Big Bush set it off. Okay, that means that the 1991 babies, the 1990 babies have been living. We were born into war. Mm. If you were born in America, you were born into a war. Now, granted, the war wasn't over here, but it was still a war going on outside. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to keep going. WWW, the Internet that y'all know was created in 1991. Yeah, I got the 90s babies to thank for that. The Cold War, the USSR dissolved in 1991. Mm. The LA riots happened in 1991. Rodney King, okay? All right, I'm going to keep going. We had the Waco siege. OJ is acquitted. We had Mm. Columbine High School. 
Mm. We all thought we was dying for Y2K. That was Yo. the year 2000. Oh no, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm oh. frustrated. Okay, this is this is the shit. This is the shit that we have gone through. So I'm not done, bro. I, I want people to understand why the '90s babies are so goddamn frustrated. We over this bullshit. Okay? <laughs> we are over this shit. Okay, they did create Wikipedia. That was cool. We had to deal with 9/11. The Twin Towers dropping. Okay. We had to deal with anthrax. The no oh. child. Yeah, no, no, I'm not done, bro. I'm a, I'm a spit ass out, bro. I'm not done. I'm getting there. <laughs> you talking about some yo? <laughs> Hold on, bro. Yo. We had to, we had to deal with baby Bush with the no child left behind. Okay, and then while 9/11 was happening, what was he doing? He was reading. They tapped him. Told him what was happening. He was like, oh, wow. We had to see that as kids on TV, bro. We saw the planes hit. Fuck that. Okay. I actually got to see the smoke. Because at that time, I was going to school in Hackensack. I actually got to see the smoke from across the fucking river as those planes hit those towers. God rest the souls to the people that we have lost. Trauma. Okay. Oh. We, what, what was that? Fifth grade for us, bro? Yeah, man. Trauma. Okay. By the way, I never went back to that high school or that, that whatever, middle, what is it? Middle elementary? I don't know. Whatever school that was, fifth grade. I never went back to that school after that day. I never went back to that school after that day. I transferred to Patterson where I met Mike B. Okay. That's here and over there. Trauma. We still on trauma. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Peep this one, bro. I'm about to blow your mind with this one. The Department of Homeland Security was created in the 2000s. Look it up. These are factuals, my G. I'm going to keep going. Trauma. The Beltway Sniper in D.C. That happened. Yo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to talk about trauma, right? I'm, I'm going to keep going. The war in Iraq. The war in Afghanistan. The East Coast blackout of 2003. Three days without electric. Oh, yeah. Fire hydrants open. Everybody in the streets. Jack boys lurking. Hmm? Okay. Amen. Hurricane Katrina. Hmm? The fight for same-sex marriage. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just telling you it was a fight. That was trauma in itself. Okay? The V-Tech massacre. Virginia Tech. A school that I personally wanted to go to. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Swine flu. The recession in 07. <laughs> Hurricane Ike. The California fires. Saddam Hussein. Kim Jong-un. Osama bin Laden. Russia. Everything mm. Russia. Okay? Every three years, somebody wants to nuke the United States of America. Tell me I'm lying. I don't think you are. <laughs> big big homie Eddie Guerrero passed away. Mm. Chris Benoit broke our hearts when he murdered his family. Because every almost every kid in America was doing a cripple across face on their siblings. Where's the lie? So we was conflicted when this man went off on the edge and killed his family. We didn't know how to feel. Because we're like, damn, that was a dope-ass wrestler. But that's some fucked-up-ass shit. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we learned about CTE 
and, and, and PTSD and steroids. You see what I'm saying? That's trauma to a kid, bro. We we had to grow up in that. That's our that's somebody we looked up to. Right? Yeah, man. The Sandy Hook shootings. The 08 stock market crash. Obama is elected. Obama wins again. Trump is elected. <laughs> Them boys in Hong Kong were teeing off on the government, the government over the extra the uh, extradition bill. And then out of nowhere, coronavirus. This ain't no conspiracy theories. I said what I said. I'm gonna say it again. Them boys in Hong Kong were teeing off on the government. If you look it up, they was whooping their government's ass, right? And then out of nowhere, they got coronavirus. And then they saw, the powers that be, saw how crazy the coronavirus was controlling the masses. They controlled, because remember, the people in Hong Kong were teeing the fuck off on the government, okay? This is no conspiracy theory. You, this records. This is all factual. You look it up. And then as soon as coronavirus hit, you heard nothing else about it. Them people went home. Mm. Hmm? Mm. And then all of a sudden it traveled to the United States of America. And now we have coronavirus. That's trauma. Anyway, keep going. Oh, yeah, I'm here for it. You know me, bro. I'm here with the smoke. Trump impeached twice. I did not know somebody can be impeached twice. Okay? Regardless of how you look at that, that's trauma. That's something we got to live through. Okay? Mans was wilding in office. We ain't never seen a, uh, a president that bold and, 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 and that wild in office. Blatantly telling people, uh, stand by and stand down. If the Black Panthers were still here and Obama said that, you know they have an uproar. Hey, Black Panther Party, stand by, stand down. Huh? <laughs> hey, I'm going to keep going. Hurricane Harvey. Yo. Devastated my second home, Houston. Okay? The mass media showing black lives getting snuffed out by police. That's not to say it wasn't happening before the 90s, babies, but it has never been televised on the level that it has since we've been alive, the 90s, babies. It's kind of like they got some type of agenda, like they want to mass promote that shit. It's trauma. We lost Pac. We lost Biggie. We lost Aaliyah. Left Eye. Big L. Big Pun. Whitney Houston. Aretha Franklin. Luther Vandross, Michael Jackson, Prince, Kobe, Nipsey Hussle, Chadwick Bosman, Cecily Tyson, Pops, aka John Witherspoons. I know it's the other way, but I know him as Pops. We all know him as Pops. And I just want to tell y'all, y'all good listeners and everybody that's hearing this. Mother Nature wants to evict us for being terrible tenants. Get your shit together. Take care of the environment. All right, rant over. Let me go into the amazing shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a nice little soliloquy, though. <laughs> <Angle>. oh, <laughs> Let me go into the amazing shit, all right? Now all right. that the trauma is over, man, because we, we know the nice babies have been through some, some, you know, some, some wild stuff, okay? The amazing thing about it is we have given y'all Facebook, MySpace, YouTube, 
Apple, Microsoft, cartoons have like flourished under us. We gave you Reddit, Bitcoin, Power from 50 Cent, The Wire, Game of Thrones, Walking Dead. We gave you text messaging, cell phones, Nintendo 64, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. everything PlayStation. You're welcome. <laughs> we gave you the T-Mobile Sidekick phones. I never had one, but I used to see all the homies with them. So <laughs> I had one briefly. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We gave you flip phones. Back in the day when you ain't want to hear the shit somebody was saying, you could bang on them. We used to call it bang on them. Where you hang your phone up on them. <laughs> Come on, bro. We gave you WWF, the Attitude Era. There will never be another uh, a better wrestling time than the Attitude Era. The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Undertaker. Huh? Come on, bro. We gave you bleep phones. The next telephones were you, boop, boop. Yo, Mike, what you doing? Doo, doo. Yo, I'm on my way to school, my G. Huh? <laughs> Facts. We gave you that. We gave you Tickle Me Elmo. Come on now. We gave you Pokemon. Gotta catch them all. We gave you Pokemon. Say thank you. (laughs) Blockbuster came and went under us. I don't know. I think Blockbuster was here before us. But we're still taking credit for that. We don't care. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking credit for that. (laughs) Hey, we gave you Netflix. Mm. We also gave you Netflix and chill. Come on now. We gave you Amazon. I don't know if y'all can see Mike B yet. I don't know if we've gone global with the video yet. But backwards baseball caps, we gave you that. The 90s. Getting jiggy with it, Will Smith. Getting jiggy with it, Will Smith. Gave y'all that. Come on now. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Martin. Hmm? Goosebumps. The Macarena song. Come on. The Macarena song. Sing it, Mike. Yo, come on, bro. You. Come on, can I'm, can I keep eating, bro? Am I am I safe? Am I clear? You, you're clear, bro. You're clear. I'm over here. I'm entertained. Go ahead. Come on now, bro. One of the first presidents that I remember, Clinton. He got head in the White House and then lied about it. <laughs> I didn't have no, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's must see TV, bro. We gave you the Home Alone movies. Macaulay Culkin. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we gave you the Temple Guardians of Hidden Temple on Nickelodeon. Oh, classics, bro. Come on, bro. We gave you Cartoon Network. We gave you Cartoon Network. Okay, we also gave you Toonami. Y'all anime heads, right? Y'all, 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 uh, y'all youngins, right? Y'all love anime, right? Just understand, we gave you Toonami. Dragon Ball Z, we gave you that through Toonami. You're welcome. Okay, the UFC, mm-hmm. yeah, we gave you that. Now, Marvel was before us, but... uh. <clears throat> We made Marvel popular. We gave y'all that. We don't care. <laughs> we gave y'all that. We made Marvel, we made Marvel popping. Okay. 
on a cinematic level. Comic books, y'all have it. 70s got that. On a cinematics level, we made Marvel popping. And in a sense, we made DC popping. I would say more so video games and uh, cartoons, but either way, we made Marvel and DC popping, popping. Okay. Yeah, we man. gave you we gave you Disney Plus. That means you can go back and watch all them 70s and 80s movies now in the 90s. Because otherwise they would have been locked in the vault forever. You remember locked in the vault VHS tapes? Yo. Man. I'm done Yo. Come on, bro. I'm done speaking, bro. You're welcome. You're welcome. That's, Yo, what a, that's all I got to say. What a time. <laughs> what a time to be 30. And we done went through all that. Bro, I just went to 20 minutes of madness. <laughs> you got the floor, bro. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially on the trauma side. like Because people don't realize how much it is affected the individuals who are turning 30 or in this age range right now. Mm-hmm. Going forward with all that trauma and everything that went down, because people keep people forget with the whole stock market crisis in '08 and the recession in '07. A lot of people didn't go to college and didn't do certain things because they couldn't. And then when they got out of school, or were the jobs? Like people forget all that stuff. Like the high paying jobs or just just getting a job, period, the availability of it wasn't there. So it goes back to what we were talking about last episode. When you turn 18, what's your plan? Mm. When you had a plan, let's say you had a plan, you'd be like, yo, I want to go to school, come to find out you can't even do that job. You you and your eyeballs in debt. With student yeah. loans. And you didn't even mention student loans. I sure didn't. I'm trying to avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. But nah, but it's it's all that trauma. And, you know, to see people in our age group doing a thing still with all that trauma, even with all everything that was going on with coronavirus and everything in the last year or so, it, it, it amazes me, the, re, the resiliency. So this episode can have been named any better. What a time to be 30 because 30 is what people like to say is the true beginning of adulthood. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. I'm just saying, look, look, what are the expectations they have for 30 year olds? Let's, 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 let's go down the list a little bit. They expect us to be married. They expect us to have our own. They expect us to be financially sound. They expect us to be ready to have kids or already had them. Like 30, they say, oh, this is, you're really an adult now because you're on your own and you got everything in your pocket. That's the expectation of 30. But what is the reality of 30? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got a point. Now, when I said trauma, I was, you know, I was throwing it out there for the dramatic effect. Um, a lot of that stuff was trauma, but if we want to be honest, I feel like a lot of that is just a change of pace. 
Um, we have gone through so many drastic changes in the 90s as compared to other people. So what they expected from 30-year-olds 20 years ago, fine, whatever. But in 2021, yo, just throw it away. There's no, there should be no expectancy at this point because it's like, how? Because y'all thought we were still going to be riding with newspapers like forever. We killed that. We killed that with the internet. So you can't tell me, yo, I got to be married with this many kids by 32. Like, it, it, uh, bro, it's over. Like, no. It's out, we, it's we, out the window. We, yeah, because there's so much change that has happened. Life expectancy has gone down with the whole coronavirus. Like, that is sad, bro. So you can't really tell me what I'm supposed to be doing by 30. I don't okay. know because what you've done by the time you were 30 don't compute to our time no more because so much shit has changed. Man, I'm just I'm I'm wounded, bro. You got it, bro. I'm just gonna sit here and recover. <laughs> <sighs> but a lot of people say that's what we should have done, right? But I like to look at the realities. And since we are the Black Man Misunderstood podcast, okay. I have to get into the Black Man's reality of being 30. Because mm. most people would think, oh, married kids, bills paid, financially stable. That's not the Black Man's reality. Um, and, and, and to be honest with you, I don't think it's that's been the Black Man's reality to be 30. For a while now, and oh, that's even shit. before us. Oh shit! All right, I'm gonna shut up. Go ahead, bro. Go go to your fire session, then, bro. Fuck. Go ahead, bro. So, this statistic out there that says the third grade, the third, it's between the third, fourth, and fifth grade. That by time you're done with that grade, they will determine how many individuals will be in a jail, right? And those numbers are usually higher for the black and brown folks. Let's be frank. So 30 reality for us more times than not, they're saying you're either going to be, this is just, I'm just saying this from reality, from what I've seen, you're working odd jobs. Or you, you just make it working in from paycheck to paycheck, dead, or you're butt in jail by 30. Shit, they don't even give us 30, bro. They give us 18 and 21. Exactly. So reality as a black man for 30? Come on now. When they see individuals like me and the neighborhood therapist out here doing what we're doing in our, in our communities... In our work lives and our personal lives, we get commended, but they don't tell you what we had to do to get here. <laughs> all the all the all the trauma that the neighborhood therapist has lined up, all the people we lost over the years, all the different situations that happened, all the financial problems that happened. Being 30 now is probably 10 times harder than what it was back then. Mm. But even still, I gotta give, I gotta give even before the sixties because you know segregation. We didn't, we won't have to deal with it on an out loud and proud moment. We still deal with it 
to a certain extent, but it ain't as like it was back then. So, oh yeah. So being thirty, the reality of being thirty as a black man is very, very different. What a time to be thirty. <laughs> you speaking, my brother? Like last year, did we lose a couple of gentlemen that didn't even? I don't even think they made it to their mid-20s yet. Yeah. Yeah. Lost a lot. We lost a lot. We lose a lot. That too. That's the and I, I think that's the biggest phrase. We lose a lot. I don't, I'm not gonna go too wild with it, but I'm gonna say loss in the black community is widely shown on the media yep i don't see loss popularized on social media or the media news outlets as much as we are bro they show our bodies on tv they show our autopsies on tv they don't do these things for other people bro so for us to make it to 30 living through that seeing that and every time one of our leaders rise up y'all assassinate them for us to make it to 30 bro and still be and here's the key part about it about it we made it to 30 and we still us mm. that's you see and that's that's one of them unspoken wars they don't like to talk about because they were saying about Pac, they were saying well he was the way he was in his 20s, but we guarantee by the time he would have turned 30, he would have calmed down. Why? Why why the fuck he had why 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 he had to calm down? Because he was scaring you. He was he was mm. igniting, he was igniting a revolution. Mm. See, they like to paint the picture that Pac was um this game banging thug, uh pants sagging, spitting at people. And he showed all of that. But from a Gemini, speaking on a Gemini. Pac was doing that for the show, okay? I'm gonna call it for what it is. All right, people, people scared to talk about it. They want to, you know, lollygag. Yeah, they want to tiptoe and lollygag on the topic, man. But listen, Pac was smart. Pac was an actor, okay? So what he was doing was acting the part to get every different type of black person, every different type of brown person, and even every different type of white person. Mm. And everybody else in the pot to come together and unite as a people. You understand? They don't talk yeah, about man. that. They don't talk about how Pac sat down with the homies in LA and tried to unify the gangs so we can move for one purpose and one cause. Well, so when you assassinate somebody like that, because that's that's what it was, you know what I'm saying? It was assassination, even though it was us on us. We know what was behind that. We know what came with that. So when you get rid of somebody like that, us moving into our 30s, you got to you gotta acknowledge the fact that a lot of us in our 30s have not fought to. We have not ran away from the smoke. We are who we are. We still as wild and free as we were in our 20s and our teens. And that scares the living daylights out of people because when you turn 30, one of the unspoken wars is a black man is supposed to calm down. He's not supposed hmm. to be as aggressive. Man, listen, tell that to Fran Hampton and he ain't even make it. 
Fact, bro. That brother died at what? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Ridiculous, man. And I don't care what nobody talking about. They assassinated him. Look, and if you haven't, go 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 watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Educate yourself real quick. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Let's uh, let's get into these unspoken wars, though, bro. Yeah, man. I'm with it. I'm lost versus I'm not doing enough. That's one I hear too frequent, bro. Too frequent. Grab. Who, who are you telling? See, th- that's an unspoken war, but I'm thinking about it like this. You're only lost until you come up with a plan. And then when you come up with a plan, if you're not living living up to your expectation, that's where you think I'm not doing enough. Because you're living to other people's standards and not your own. Mm. Okay. I'll raise Unspoken you one. war. I'll, right. raise, I'll raise you one. I like I like that though. I'm gonna just piggyback and I'm gonna raise you one. So everything you said is spot on. I think that was a gym. Okay. I think people need to rewind that and listen to that again. But to that last part, were you saying you need to make a goal for yourself? And if you feel like you're not making it, then that means you're not doing enough. How do we bypass that? So I think the way to bypass that is you need to set two different goals, two different two different uh end goals. So a case in point would be, hey, I want to make a million dollars. I feel like at 35, I should be making a million dollars. So that's 35. But set a goal for six months from now. Mm. So you did 35. And I don't know how many years you got until 35, but in six months, I want to have this amount of money. And make it super, super realistic, man. Make it like, you I want to have $10,000 in my bank account. So that this way, at least you hit one of them goals. Beanie Siegel has something super serious that he used to say that I always used to um, listen to. Shoot for the moon. If you miss, you're still amongst those stars. Now, I know somebody before Beanie Siegel said that, but Beanie Siegel was the one that made it impactful for me. Feel it in the air, if you must know. So that's what I would suggest for people that feel like, hey, I'm not doing enough, or you know, I should be here, X, Y, and Z. Listen, we just told you. The 90s Babies has been through some wild ass shit give yourself a pat on the back for making it okay <laughs> facts kids versus no kids look that one's that one's getting nasty bro to each <laughs> your own if you want if you want to have kids before 30 that's up to you if you didn't want to have kids before 30 that's also up to you if you didn't want to have kids before you're married that's up to you if you want to have kids before you're married that's all up to you Kids and no kids. Look, look, that that's an unspoken war, but you got to live up to the like I said before, live up to the standards that you put for yourself. Can't be following everybody else. You can't be scrolling on Instagram and Facebook and looking at, oh, look, they have so many kids and they have a family or, oh, look, she got so many kids, but she she ain't married. Look, stop comparing your life to others and just live yours. All right, J. Cole. (laughs) <laughs> love yours <laughs> stupid hey man I, I don't have nothing to say about that man i think you hit that on the head yeah man and that tag scene for the next one marriage versus single oh yeah yeah stop beating yourself up facts i mean if whatever it is that you want pursue that 
But that does take us into the next one, bro. Ah, uh, now this one right here, bro. Come on now. Come on. This one. Low body count was hot girl shit. <laughs> oh man. Listen, okay. I am all for you queens for exploring your sexuality and figuring out what works out for you. By all means, have at it. But I understand times have changed, but let me tell you something about men. Heteros, I'm speaking heterosexually-wise anyway. I can't speak for anything else other than mm-hmm. that. I don't see... You know what? I don't know if I can say that because I'll be speaking to some of these dudes and they be like, bro, I don't care, bro. It's, she, do she know what she's doing? Oh, I'm good. I see dudes that... Where there's women that have... Um, Known STDs that they can't, that's not curable, and they be like, Well, she fine, she bad. Oh, I don't care. And I'm like, Huh, mm. right? I just think, Mike, because I was gonna say, you know, um, control the mileage on your, your, um, your sexometer. That's what I was gonna say to the ladies, but I don't know if I can say that anymore because the dudes are able to do it. So, why do well, we gotta control the women? Well. I'm going to say this, and this goes for men and women. It don't matter. Look, you going to have however, body, however many bodies you want. Mm-hmm. Just remember this. That's someone's spirit that you're oh, connecting yeah. to when you do that deed. That's so cool. you carrying other people, you carrying other people's spirits on you. And, and, and me, I don't want all that baggage. Because people don't realize they got to cleanse themselves before they move on. Mm. That's it. Mike, where you get this wisdom from, man? Yo, bro, it's uh, listening to different people and uh, doing your own research every now and then. Come on now. Hey, man, we're going to leave that alone. Y'all live your life. Y'all do what y'all want to do. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get into a funny one, though. All right. I'm the man. <laughs> Verse you say equal rights, so pay the bill. Bro, I'm going to tell you like this on this one. As a man, heterosexual man, mm-hmm. Daniel Lady, me personally, I, I need to make sure our bills are correct. Okay. I'm, and, and, and that's just me personally. So if I have to pay a little bit more to make sure everything is... It's fine. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever you can do, chip in, chip in. But I'm going to make sure the bills are paid. But I do also get if you said things are equal, so pay the bill. But the thing about that is you have to have the right lady or partner with that mindset Yes. that it ain't going to matter about who pays the bills. It's the pills are getting paid. Yes. Because people forget to pay their bills first and, and go have fun. Go have fun after. They go have fun first and don't know how to pay the bill after. But that's that's another that's another that's another story. Mm. <laughs> I ain't got no follow to that. This next one though. <laughs> What's up? Tinder versus love at first sight. Does love at first sight even exist in 2021? I think it does, but I don't. But I think what it is is what we 
perceive as love at first sight is not what love at first sight is. People literally think love at first sight is you see the person and you instantly know you love them. I don't think that's love at first sight. I think love at first sight is more so you see an individual that piques your interest uh, and it's up to you to find out if it's really love or not love at all. Gotcha. Um, I'm with you on that one. I will speak to the tender side of things. Um, I speak to a lot of people that are just uh, single right now and they are struggling to find partners. Um, they're swiping left, swiping right, and it's just, it's too much. It's it, like, it's so much, the dating game is so freaking different now than it was 10 years ago. I don't, I, I personally just cannot speak to it. Like they be asking me they're like, oh, where can I find a spouse? And where? I'm like, yo, I've been out the game <laughs> for so oh, long. Wow. I don't know what to tell you. Like, and then you got so, people like Kevin Samuels talking about, you know, hey, uh, are you a 10? And, and uh, uh, you got a big dick? And uh, uh, is your ass fat enough? I'm like, yo, like, God damn. Like, these people already are insecure, bro. Like, can you relax, son? Like, yeah. My whole thing with the, the Tinder, Tinder thing, it just goes to all dating apps. You get what you get. You get what you give into it. So if you're constantly just looking for sex, when it comes time for you to actually find that relationship, Tinder may not be it for you. It's going to probably continue to give you, oh, you want to have sex? You want to have sex? You put in what you get out. Yeah, but Mike, I feel like uh, there are a lot of people on there that's actually looking for somebody to settle down with because there's no other way to do it. Like the, the bookstore is damn near dead. You know, you, if you meet somebody in Starbucks, they on the go. They really don't want to talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? So where else are people meeting? You can't say, oh, the hookah lounge or the club. Yeah, true. Do you yeah. really want to settle? I mean, not to get me. Don't get, don't get misconstrued. You can meet somebody at the club and end up marrying them and things like that. But, like, this is 2021, bro. This is There's way too much going on, bro. That's not ideal anymore. Yeah, it's not ideal, but... I still think the classic ways are, are always key. So I would say go take a walk. You may see somebody in a park. You never know. Uh, bookstores, yeah, they're closing down, but there's Barnes and Nobles now, and there's uh, Pan and, and, and Panera Bread where you go sit and eat and read a book. So Mike, it, look, this, yo. Mike, Mike. Yeah. You yeah. fire, bro. You cut. What black person you know eating Panera Bread? I'm saying places like Panera Bread. <laughs> I eat Panera Bread. Don't, don't, yo, Panera Bread be good sometimes. Look, I don't sit there and eat all the time. I just order and go. Bro, what you eating from Panera Bread, bro? Give me a, a sandwich and a soup. What kind of sandwich? Or maybe a salad. No, what kind of sandwich? What? What kind of sandwich, sandwich? you get from Panera Bread? Well, guess what? Let me see. It has ham, some Swiss cheese on there. I forget the names of the sandwiches. You know, they got them fancy names, but you know, I go look for what's on it. You I ain't just you bougie. <laughs> I'll play him first, of, first of all, first of all, Panera is bougie. I don't go there all the time. Oh, no. It's ever so often. <laughs> so I, I brought up uh Kevin Samuels, right? This, this is not the uh, bachelor yeah. because he's hilarious, man. I, I like what he does. 
Um, but there's there's an unspoken war uh, between therapists and life coaches. Mm. There are a lot of life coaches that's like throwing salt in the wound of uh, the mental health game in regards to therapy, psychotherapy. Um, they basically saying like, you know, that's useless. Just get a life coach. And I'm sick of it. Mm. I understand that therapists, that that title right there is unregulated in a lot of places, but life coaching and psychotherapy are not the same thing. Somebody that is life coaching is walking you through um, a situational moment. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, hey, you know, I'm upset about this. You know, can you coach me through it? You know what I'm saying? When you talk about psychotherapy, you're talking about mentally either taking somebody back to a place where there was harm, trauma, pain, and reframing that, the, the way that they think about it, or you're talking about meeting them where they are and showing them scientific backed evidence of, hey, you know, this cognitive behavioral therapy, you know, type of situation will help you get here, or this empty chair technique will help you get this. A life coach can't do that because they just can't. So please, 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 please. This unspoken war, I know a lot of people are just like, what? What is that? Trust me. The therapists that listen to this show, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Relax. Life coaching and psychotherapy are two different things. They require two different levels of academia. Let's give the psychotherapists they respect. Now let's talk about college versus YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about look, college versus YouTube. Look, you can learn a lot of things on YouTube now. Everyone putting up stuff. Listen. You can learn how to use all these Adobe programs on YouTube now. They have tutorials on there. And people go to school for graphic design and pay thousands of dollars. And you get it for free on YouTube. <laughs> Dog, I nicknamed YouTube YouTube University, man. The majority of the yeah. things that I've learned in my life have been from YouTube. And the rest was from experience and asking questions. You notice how I didn't put college in there, correct? Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> we ain't not going to go back into that. We had a whole two episodes dedicated to that. So, you know. But let's get into the nitty gritty, man. Come on, Mike. You would leave me with this one. Come on. Dog. Instagram models versus strippers versus video vixens. Mm. With a time to be 30. Bruh, at this point in time, it seemed like they do all three. <laughs> it's not even the difference no more. But the but see, the thing is, when you talk to an Instagram model, they will tell you there is a difference. Because mm. they'll, they'll fight you on it. They'll be like, well, I don't strip. I don't do X, Y, and Z for money. And I don't appear in nobody's video. Wild. Well... My point, we see people who do all three. So it's it's, it's teach his own because there are some Instagram models who are who do fitness and then just the model life, and then you got the strippers. And so yeah, th there's times where some individuals do all three in my book. So okay, okay. Podcasters versus the radio. 
Have podcasters killed the radio? Man, it's it, it kind of approaching that way because radio is starting to become digital. So you have a little bit of both. Some some podcasters are on radio and some radio heads are podcasters. So I don't think it's entirely going to kill radio at one point. I just feel as though it's like two ways of doing things. Hmm. Like, like radio is more times not real time. Well, podcast could be real time too. While I would say now you can go back and listen to some, some radio stations. But the whole thing about radio is like you hear it and that was it. And you got to be, it's more so you hear it in the moment and you're good. While I believe podcasting is a different animal where you can talk about things and people can go back and listen to it because it's meant for them to go back and listen to it at different times if they want to catch different things. So I, I see the difference with podcasting and radio a little bit, but they're, they're, they're kind of two of the same coins from different, I would say, outlooks from different eras. Hmm. I, I feel a little bit differently. I think that the radio yeah. is going to be uh, VHS tapes in about five years. It's going to be obsolete. Nobody's going to go to it. Nobody's going to need it. All the FM towers, they're going to have to knock them down. Or they can keep them up for like microwaves and stuff like that, I think. I think that runs off of that. I'm not too sure. I'm not a, you know, that's not my thing. But um, I think that Radio in the car specifically are going to go away, and that's going to be replaced with Pandora, um, Django Radio, and whatever else is out there. So all those things. Um, NAAB Radio, shout out to them. Um, that type okay. of stuff will replace the radio. And what's going to be on there is a continuous... It's, it's just, it's just going to be the radio, but it's going to be in digital form, like you said. And it's going to continuously stream, and it's going to have the podcast one hour, then the second hour, you're going to have a bunch of music. And then the third hour is going to be another podcast. And then the fourth time, it's going to be a bunch of music. So I do feel like radio, you know, is pretty much over with in about five years. All right. I guess the last thing, social media envy. Hmm. You got that? Because I ain't got that. Ah, oh, man. Um. It's gonna it's gonna kill a lot of people. It's really called a um, FOMO, fear of missing out. Um, you see it with a lot of our peers that are on Facebook, uh, nonstop posting every hour on the hour. Uh, they on Instagram taking pictures every hour on the hour, and it's like, yo, I know for a fact you are not doing that many interesting things every hour on the hour. <laughs> like, <laughs> so when you look at social media. And people are showing you what they want to show you, which is all the good times or the, the good side of their face. Or, um, you know, I'm taking a picture on the, the bathroom and, you know, the, the uh, sink is making my butt look uh, bigger than what it is and things like that. They're showing you all the positive things and it's driving you nuts because you're looking at it and you're like, well, I don't have that. Damn, mm-hmm. such and such on vacation again. Oh, man, they driving a Maserati. Oh, I got to step my game up. And social media is, is supposed to be about uh, keeping you in um, 
touch. Uh, what's the what's the word? Yeah, keeping keeping you in touch with family and friends. Connected. It really is turning. Yeah, it's turned into a damn competition. And there is no competition when it comes to to people. You got to be in competition with yourself, and that's the issue with social media. You always feel like you're missing out, so you always feel like the competition is getting ahead of you because this person that you grew up with is no longer your friend or your peer. It's you're my competition. I got a floss on you. Mm. So let me show you what I'm doing today. Hey, I'm walking the dog. Like, uh, usually, you know, oh, okay, you're walking a dog. But now in your brain, since you got a dog and they got a dog, or they walking their dog today? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm walking my dog. I'm going to do a better picture, a better angle. And it's like, you know, and people like me that don't really care looking at both of y'all, like y'all goofy. Like, oh, uh, okay. Y'all walked our dog. Nice. Wonderful. Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you see what I'm saying? But the social media envy, man, it's really, really stressful. It's adding to a lot of people's stress. I feel that the um to be real with you, man, the DSM uh six, whenever it comes out, they need to go ahead and um put failure or missing fear of missing out in there. That's definitely gonna be a different type of animal. Um mm. you know, it's just it's a lot with that. It's a lot with that. They need to go deeper into it anyway. Um the social media even thing is 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 wild. It's very wild. Yeah, man. And it's it's toxic. It really is. It really is. So what a time to be 30, <laughs> right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm I'm really not um I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not looking forward to it. Um there's nothing exciting about it other than um kids, really. I'm looking forward to the kids on my time, of course. Um, of course. That's going to be a beautiful moment to have a little uh, me, whether it's boy or girl, running around and um, neighborhood therapist telling people hey, what to do. Hey, you know, <laughs> or, 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 or a little miss therapist, you know, whatever they want to be. Um, I just, I'm ready for a child to come around and terrorize my ass like I terrorized my mom. um i'm ready for it it's time that's i think that is the truly the biggest thing i'm looking forward to like growing old with my wife and um just vibing man vacations um not worrying about things like that you know 30 30 is 20 for me now like i told you bro i sacrificed my 20 so really keep it g with you when i turn 30 bro i'm I'm really turning 20. living it up i understand man i understand i understand i understand I'm looking forward to uh celebrating this engagement I done did. <laughs> mm. That's in my thirties, Brad. The wedding is coming, but I know we all know we all know marriage is more than just one day. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to celebrate with the family, move on, and then continue living my life with my 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 queen and building it together for the future. That that's what I'm looking forward to. So yeah, bring on the little mics. <laughs> little stuff's running around. Absolutely. I'm ready for it. You want a uh, girl or a boy first? I guess at this point in time, I I really it don't matter to me. Mm. Um, I just I I always say I would want a boy first, just that if if or when. God allows me to have a daughter after, or it happened to be before, but 
if it's after and I have the boy first, I have a second protector for my daughter. Mm, okay. It's not it's not just me. Like I I know I'm gonna try to be her number one protector for most things, but there will be opportunities and situations where I will not be around. And I would love to have an older child, which is a son, to protect his sister. Not saying that I'm not saying that women need to be protected and they're more fragile. That's not what I'm saying, y'all. I'm just I'm very traditional when it comes to certain things and I have a mindset about things, but I just would rather have my boy first. Um it just have extra protection. Not saying that an older daughter can't protect the younger sibling because you already know me and my sister. Mm-hmm. She protected me and my brothers. So I, I know how it is. Yeah, yeah I'm, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to a um a healthy child. Either way it go. Yeah. Uh, I think I've waited long enough. The only thing I ask for is that when they get here, they be ready for training because we will be training. Um, it would be hitting the boxing bag. <laughs> oh, they, you you doing all that already? <laughs> it don't matter, male or female. They will be hitting the boxing bag. Um, they will be training for strangers that we want to acting up. Um, stranger want to try to grab them and things like that. I will train them as little kids how to get out of that and how to um tie their legs up, tie the person's legs up. So what you do is um the little kids can wrap around one leg, arms around one leg. And then the um their feet around the other person's legs, and now this person can't move, and they just yell at the mm. top of their lungs, and they get caught up, and it's a wrap from there. See, I just gave you another gym. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I ain't even mad at it. I ain't even mad at it. But uh, Mr. Therapist, take us take us home. Got you, got you, man. Marketing and mental health tip, mental health tip for the night, for the day, for the morning, forever. It's a blessing to become a blessing. I'm going to say that again. It's a blessing to become a blessing. As you get older, you realize that someone younger may look up to you for guidance. You may not want it, but that's what you're getting. Mm. You can now become that real model that you wanted as a kid growing up. Pursue that. That's deep. That's deep. Marketing tip of the day. Last episode, I told you marketing uh, marketing strategy and the research aspect of it helps your strategy. So I'm going to talk to you more so now about the actual marketing strategy as a whole. Look at your strategy as a marathon and not a sprint. Don't be quick to do things because it may not end up in your benefit in the long run. Come up with a marketing strategy. Do the marketing research like I told you last episode. That builds into a great strategy that you can focus on your strategy as a marathon and you see the full, full outcome. You see the full life cycle of your marketing strategy. So where you know where you have to hit that growth peak again. Marketing Hmm. strategy of the day. Kill him, Mike. Come on, man. Have to. And shout out to Nipsey Hussle. The marathon continues. King, we appreciate you. Yes, sir. And with that said, we see y'all next week. Be on the lookout because we talk about fatherhood. (laughs) 